0: okay check baby check baby one two three check check can you hear me now i would like to check that we've got all the ones who were baptized in so levi do we have you yes delta yes amelie yes josh yep yeah. Elijah, Jonah, yeah. Abby, yeah, Claire, Duncan, is he doing his hair? Yeah. How can he be the last one in? Like seriously, look at me. I'm like dressed and ready. How can he be the last one in? So now I need to tell a few jokes and fill a little bit of time. He's not gone out to help with the baptism pool, is he? Because I don't want to fill... Too much time, like 15 minutes of me telling jokes, is not what anybody wants. Exactly, I would boo that as well. Yes, he has heard my jokes many times. Young people, have you got your worksheet? Have you got your pens and your snacks? You need to be listening out because I'm going to give away quite a few of the clues in the first five minutes. Do you want a sheet? No, nobody wants one of my, jo- here he is, he's done his hair, let's give Duncan a round of applause. Awesome, we've got everybody back in the room, lovely, so I am going to uh, talk to you ordinarily. I'd speak for, I don't know, around 40 minutes and apparently I've got about 15. So we'll see how that goes. So I think I'm going to take 20. So band probably two songs, one song, two songs. Yeah, two songs. Okay, if we have not met officially yet, my name is Melanie. I am married to Stuart, and together we love and lead this beautiful church. We moved here, I don't know, about 12 years ago, I think, more than that, 12 years ago, to start Real Life Church. Um, I am a mummy to Levi and to Asher. I work for this church, um, and I look after the young, so anyone who's under 18 or anyone who's young at heart. So I look after the young and I look after what we get up to in the community and we still help look after the leadership team and the staff team, so I am kept busy. Um, In my off time, I love to be outdoors, I love a bit of fresh air on our date night. I love a bit of curry and ice cream and some kind of American high-budget TV. So that's how I kind of like, you know, wind down. And I have decided, see what I did there? I have decided that this is now my new favourite, Ben & Jerry's. So I'm going to tell you what it is because I have tried them all, um, except for... Anything that's got mint in it because my personal feeling is mint should never be in ice cream. So I don't know if you are <laughs> outraged. I, I, I just, I literally look at it and think mint in toothpaste, absolutely fine. Mint in my ice cream, like, oh. So um, wave at me if you agree with that. Oh, yes. Yes, you are all my friends. Yes, (laughs) that is fine. So this, in case you are wondering, is part of the new range of Ben & Jerry's. It's called the Ben & Jerry Sunday, and this is hazelnutting, but chocolate. And I would describe it, or one of my good friends described it as Ferrero Rocher in ice cream. It is basically nutty, chocolatey, caramelly with a whippy kind of top on. I can literally nail a whole tub of this bad boy, no problem whatsoever. So I have decided this is my new favourite, which means I have given it a good dig around and I've discovered the treasure within it and I've decided. So now it is a permanent feature in our freezer If it's on special, excellent. If it's not, I might pretend it is on special and buy it anyway. I decided in my early 20s to follow Jesus. It was a decision that I made and I did dig a bit and I did discover and I did decide to follow Jesus. I know that the Bible clearly says that long ago he decided on me, that long ago he made a decision that meant he was coming after me. But I also decided to follow Jesus. I decided like these guys did today to get baptised. I decided to get soaking wet to tell my story. I decided to follow Jesus. And I made that decision by digging around a bit, asking some questions, discovering that actually all that he said about himself rang true discovering that the people of God who I was spending time with seemed to have this real relationship with him and discovering that actually his life in my place for all my wrong was probably a very good deal. And so I decided to follow Jesus. I made that decision about 26 years ago. And so, yes, I am that old. Um, And I've been... Making those choices daily since then. I still dig. So if you are a Christian in this room, you will still dig. You will still need to rummage around and work stuff out, especially when it's hard especially when life is difficult, you will need to dig around. You'll need to dig around in the Bible. You'll need to dig around in other people's stories. There's still so much to discover. When I read my Bible, I feel like sometimes I'm reading books that I've never read before. I've read my whole Bible many, many times. But every day when I get into it, what I discover is there's new things that God wants to say to me today. There's new things because today I'm different to what I was last year or the year before The photos tell me that. I'm older. There's things about my life that look completely different and God's got new things for me to say. And I've realised that just like being married where I have to decide daily to love and commit to my husband... Being in a relationship with Jesus is exactly the same. I have to decide daily to go after him. So you guys who got baptised today, you made a great decision, a great choice. Let me encourage you by saying you will spend the rest of your life making decisions to follow Jesus, doing some of the things that scare you half-witless. Who was scared standing up here? Yeah, yeah. Who, who wondered if I might accidentally trip up as I walk up or if I'll forget all my notes or if I'll say my name is Jesus instead of my actual name or or if I'll just end up saying something heretical and Stuart would have to rugby tackle me off the stage. Who wondered about all of those things? Yeah. Let me encourage you that if you are a man or a woman who says yes to Jesus, you will spend your whole life living in this constant place of I'm so comfortable, I'm so at home, I'm so scared, witless that I might trip over or say something heretical or do something crazy out of what he's asked of me. You will spend your whole life deciding to follow him and having to follow through with action. So you'll be pleased to know I am going to read something from the Bible. Stuart is breathing a sigh of relief now and I'm even going to refer to it as well. So if you own a Bible and you want to turn to it, please do. I'm going to read Matthew 13, 44 to 46. If you've got one on your phone, feel free to open up. You're not allowed on Facebook when I'm talking, um, but you can look up on the Bible app. If you don't own a Bible and you're curious about it and would like to read a Bible, come and talk to me at the end and we will sort you one out. We love the Bible in this church. It's a great book. So Matthew 13, 44 to 46. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, it says this: "The kingdom of heaven, or the place where Jesus rules and reigns, is like treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field." In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get more than enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he, set, he sold everything he owned and he bought it. So this is a story that Jesus told, and Jesus was brilliant at this. If you only read something in the Bible, read the Gospels and read the stories that Jesus told. He tells so many great stories. They're little stories with great big ideas. So they're a little story that connects with people where God is trying to say something massive. So in this story, he talks about the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is simply this, a place where Jesus rules and reigns. So Delta, Levi, Amelie, Josh, Abby, Jonah, Elijah, Claire, and Duncan. Did I miss anyone? No, good. Your hearts and your lives are now places where the King of Kings rules and reigns. The kingdom of heaven has advanced in your life, which means that wherever you go, wherever you tread, God extends and goes with you. So you are now a part of the kingdom. You are now a part of the kingdom of heaven on the earth. It means if you know Jesus wherever you are, you extend the kingdom. Scary thought, but people look at you and they get to see a little bit of what heaven is like and a little bit of what Jesus is like, or they should. So it doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you are a shop window. It means that something, they would get a little taste of what heaven is like and what the kingdom is like. And that's what it means when Jesus says the kingdom of heaven. He's talking about people's lives that he has become king of kings in and they now are out walking around extending it. So it's not a place that has literal walls and a a literal building. It is a place that has influence and advances. It is always increasing. Since the beginning of Christianity, it has always increased. It's always spreading. It cuts across gender. It cuts across age. It cuts across your background, your status, nations. It goes into families. It, It just goes everywhere, the kingdom. The Bible describes it like a mustard seed that's tiny, but then when it takes root, it grows and it becomes a tree that that so many find shelter in. It's an amazing place, the kingdom of heaven. So when Jesus talks about it, he's talking about this, this place of influence, this place of rule, his reign really, moving out into people's lives. The treasure and the pearl once found were obviously of great worth. So the man in the first story sells everything he has to buy the field that the treasure is in so that he can own the whole lot, so that no one could debate who it belongs to. And in their time, they didn't have like a bank or whatever. You buried your treasure either within your home or within your land. And then if you own the land, you owned everything in it which means he wasn't going to take a risk with this treasure. He was basically saying, I will sell everything I've got in order to have this, in order to secure this. The pearl of great worth, the merchant was on the hunt for, and when he found it, said he sold everything he owned in order to have it. So the Bible is clear that the treasure or the pearl is Jesus' that the one that all heaven adores, the one that all heaven applauds, the one that all heaven looks for and wants is him. His rule, his reign, his advance. It's why you guys all stood up here this morning, because you have decided that he's the treasure. You have decided that he's the pearl. You have decided that following him and giving your life to him is what you will sell everything for and go all in. It doesn't mean that this morning you all came having sold everything you owned and laid it down here. It doesn't mean that. What it means is everything that I am, I'm going all in here. I'm bringing everything I've got, which means everything you've got is up for his grabs. Everything you have now belongs to him. It always did anyway. So you just had it on loan. What you're acknowledging is I'm yours, you're mine, you're my treasure, I'm your treasure. It's a, it's a win-win situation. The treasure is Jesus. There's another bit in the Bible that says this, John 6, 66 to 69. At this point, many of his disciples, so this is Jesus, turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the 12, so they were his 12 disciples, and he asked them, are you going to leave too? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. Where would we go when we found the pearl of great worth, when we have dug for the treasure and we have discovered that it is you, Jesus? For some of you, you're very young. So some of you have made this decision to follow Jesus and you're 12 And let me tell you, between 12 and 100, there will be a lot of treasure that gets put in front of you. There will be a lot of things that say, this is of great worth, including very nice Ben and Jerry's. There will be a lot of things that cry out in the world and say, base your life on this because this will fulfill you. This will give you what it is you are looking for. If you're in your 30s and your 40s and you've given your life to Jesus, there will be a lot of things that the world will hold up and say, this is the treasure. And some of them will look way more sparkly. Let's be honest. Because what Jesus says is, I'm the treasure. Now take up your cross and follow me. Wow. That to me doesn't sound sparkly. That sounds like a bit of hard work. There will be lots of things that feel more sparkly, more worth your investment. There'll be lots of things that will give an instant return on your investment. There'll be homes, cars, jobs, status. There will be relationships. There will be loads of things that instantly feel like they're the treasure that you could order your lives around. Let me tell you, if you have found the pearl of great worth, do not order your life around anything else. Order it. Around him. If you have found the treasure in the field, sell everything you have to buy it and spend your life giving up everything you have in order to gain everything he's got. The kingdom of heaven is vast and beautiful, and there are many things that God has for you, but even if it is hard, even if it is difficult, what he has in store for you is way better than anyone else will offer. If you dig in when it's tough, if you discover that he is good when it is hard, you will decide over and over again to say yes to him. You will bank up so many stories where you say, when it was tough, I followed him. He brought me through. He was with me. I knew him in the storms and I've come out the other side. And you will find him to be good over and over again. He is what the Bible calls the son of God the Saviour, the King of Kings and your greatest friend. If you were baptised today, you have truly hit the jackpot. You have truly found the treasure. You have truly found the best Ben and Jerry's flavour ever. You have truly found the one who will make all of your life make sense. You have truly found the one who will, in the life to come, make everything all makes sense. So, is he yours? Do you treasure him? And let me be honest, you know what people treasure. It's really obvious. It's really obvious what people are devoted to. Why? Because they talk about it. So, you must know people like this who've got a hobby or got something that they're into that if you get them on the subject, you never get them off it. So, it might be golf, it might be music, it might be their job, it might be their kids. You must know people that go on and on about their kids. Come on. It might be their their education. It might be, the, it'll, it'll be something, but you know what people treasure. It's what they spend their money on. It's what they give their time to. It's what they order their lives around. The Bible says this, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be. So what's your treasure? What are you devoted to? What will you spend your life on? ordering it around and giving yourself to. These are great questions if you know him or you don't know him. These are great chances to take stock. So, if you're sitting there thinking, Well, I'm a Christian, I'm all fine, you are not all fine. You have to decide to follow Jesus every day of your life. You have to decide to make him the treasure and not everything else that is on offer. You have to make that decision daily. Coming out of lockdown, we've had to make that decision over and over again because it's tricky getting all those things back in. When you've had nice times in your PJs doing church an hour in the evening, slamming the laptop down, getting back on Netflix. It's tricky then to say this is going to take up a couple of hours on a Sunday. It's tricky then to say, you know all your evenings that were basically free and you could eat as much ice cream as you liked and watch as much TV as you like. Now, now we want some of those back. Now God wants you in his house. Now God wants you around his people. Now God wants you out there. It's tricky to decide where your treasure is. But let me be honest, if you have found the pearl of great worth, sell everything you've got to have it. Give everything you have to follow and listen. So I want to encourage you to be those that dig for treasure. If you know Jesus, the way you dig for treasure is is really simple. You read your Bibles every day. You get that word open and you find the treasure that God's got for you. You hang around with the people of God. You don't give up meeting on a Sunday. You don't say that something else is more important than that. You say that this is the most important thing I will do with my week. You say that this is my first day, this is how I'm stepping out, this is how I'm doing my life. You order your life around it because where your treasure is, there your heart will be. You should notice it in your bank account. You should notice it in your diary. You should notice it in the people you're spending time with. You should notice it in the way you speak. Where our treasure is, there our hearts will be. Young men and women who've been baptised, you will need to dig for treasure every day. You'll need to dig for truth. You'll need to read your Bible when everybody else says, the Bible? Why would you read that? Well, I would say because I found the treasure that was worth selling everything I got. I found the pearl of great worth. Why would you read anything else, is what I'd say. But I'm not 15, so. But I would, I would come back on that and say, actually, I've, these words are eternal life to me. They mean everything. It should order your steps. We should be able to see it. We should be able to look around and check each other's lives and go, what are we treasuring here? Are we treasuring God? Are we treasuring His Word? Are we treasuring His people? And we need to decide. There are things where you will make decisions on a daily basis to follow Jesus. And I want to ask you to keep being courageous. If you were baptized today, Keep making those choices. Keep being courageous. If you are a Christian in this room, keep making those choices. Keep being courageous. Decide. Put your stake in the ground and say, "I have decided. I'm following Jesus. No turning back." You could even sing it. I like how I teed that up. There'll be a song in a moment. Might even recognise some of the lyrics. But once you have decided, keep on deciding. Keep on choosing. If you are in this room and you do not know Jesus, let me say to you, he really is the treasure. He really is the pearl. And I feel like if I don't at least tell you that, I'd I'd be wrong. He is he is the one worth giving your whole life to. I would say he's better than Ben and Jerry's. Even this flavour, even better than hazelnut but chocolate. Even better than this is Jesus Christ worth ordering your life around, worth investigating, worth digging. The places you can dig are local churches. You can go into local churches, hear the word preached, question Christians. You could come into this church any time you like, any Sunday you like, and I can promise you there will be a biscuit on your seat. There will be people who love Jesus. There'll be a word preached that's out of the Bible, and you can ask any questions you like. You could try an alpha course, These are great opportunities to wrestle and dig and work out. You could get a Bible. We'll get you a Bible. And you could have a look at it. You could have a read of it. And you could discover the treasure. You could find the pearl of great worth. What the Bible says about him is that he so loved his world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but they would have eternal life That is the treasure that's on offer. If you were baptised today, treasure that up in your heart. Hold on to it. Keep on deciding to follow him. If you don't know him here in this room, make a decision today, here and now. Do you know what? If it is a treasure, if it is a pearl, I'm going to give a little bit of time to work it out. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to get myself around this. I'm going to grab a Bible. I'm going to at least dig a bit And if I discover that it's the treasure, I'm going to sell everything I have in order to own it. Worship team, why don't you come up and join me? If you were baptised today, I'm going to ask you to stand, please. And I would like to pray for you. I love you just to stretch out your hands where they are. If you're close enough that you can lay hands on them, please do. This is a very normal practice for us. The laying on of hands is simply us standing with people. It's the equivalent of a prayerful hug, where we're just standing with you and making sure you know that we're standing with you and you are not on your own. So if you want to stretch out your hands, if you want to pray, that'll be lovely. Lord Jesus, we love it when men and women make decisions to follow you. We love how brave and how bold, but we love that you first loved them, that you first decided to invite them into a relationship with you. We love that you're enough for all of us. We love that what you have on offer is so tangible and so good. We love that you have impacted their lives. We love how brave they've been. And Lord Jesus, we ask that you would, by your spirit, help them to decide daily to follow you, to decide with their whole lives, to make you the treasure, to order their lives around you, Jesus, to walk the path that you've got for them, to make brave and bold decisions that when it's tough, you would follow him anyway. You would cling on to him. For where else would you go? Who has the words of eternal life? Where else would you look? And I pray for you to be those that keep on deciding to follow Jesus. No turning back. I pray that many around you would decide to follow Jesus, that the kingdom would expand and grow and be influential wherever you are. pray for us as a local church that you would advance the kingdom through us as we decide daily to follow you. I pray for you if you are here today and you do not know him. I pray that you would have courage to dig a bit, to question a bit, to ask a bit. And I unashamedly ask that you would be one of those that find the treasure in the field, the pearl of great worth, that you would be those who give your all to the Saviour. Amen, amen. Let's stand, let's sing.